Welcome back to the Three Count Podcast, and it's time to kick off part two of our pod this week. Time to get into Survivor Series. And Benny, straight into it, it's that time again, your favorite oh, no. time of every podcast. Before we get into the card, it's quiz time on the history of Survivor Series. Now, I didn't know where you were going to go with this one, so I've, I've tried to study up as much as I could, and I'm just, yeah, I feel like I'm going to really struggle. All right, well, let's get into it. It's all a bit of fun. This year is going to be the 36th edition of Survivor Series. It began in 1987. It is the second longest running pay-per-view event in history behind WrestleMania. Uh, Now, Benny, can you tell me who has the most Survivor Series wins? Uh, In the Survivor Series matches or overall at Survivor Series? Overall at Survivor Series. Undertaker. Undertaker is correct. He's 13 and 5. Now, Taker also shares the honour of most Survivor Series matches at 18 with another superstar. Who is that? Would that be uh, his uh, brother, Kane? That it would be, Benny. You're on fire, Kane. Kane and Undertaker, 18 matches uh, each. Who holds the record for most losses at Survivor Series? Nah, look, I only go... I'm I'm all about winners, mate. I'm an optimist. (laughs) Um, But, look... Nah, I couldn't. I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's one of the greatest of all time. Nah, Triple H. Sean Michaels has really? 10 losses at Survivor really? Series. Seven go. wins and 10 losses, I believe. Um, so not great at Survivor Series, old Sean. Um, of those that have had five or more matches at Survivor Series, there are only three people over history who are undefeated. Who are they? Ooh. This is a tough one. Over five matches. Yes. Five or more matches and they're undefeated. Oh, that's, there's so many people. There's um, one one current superstar, one who is no longer with us, yeah, and yeah. one who is no longer with the company. All right. Um, Warrior? Nope. No? Okay. No longer with us. Wow. Uh, is that why you're wearing the shirt? No, no, it's not. Oh, actually. okay, okay. Uh, I, I chose this shirt because there's so many people wearing the "I'm Your Mummy" shirt at the moment. Okay, you know? okay. Vicky was wearing it. Uh, Rhea was wearing it. Um, all right. What about Edge? This is tough. I'll give it to you because it's a tough one. Yeah. Bobby Lashley is oh. undefeated. Randy Savage is undefeated, and Mickey James. Oh, that doesn't count. Is <laughs> undefeated. Uh, now, Boston will host this year's SummerSlam. How many times has Boston previously hosted? SummerSlam? Uh, sorry, Survivor Series. Oh, Survivor. Yeah, I was like, huh? Um, three. Very well done. 1993, 2008, and 2013. Now, this is going to be the first incarnation of Survivor Series War Games. What was the first year that War Games happened? Oh, I'm going to say 87 87 is correct at nwa's great american bash the same year as the first survivor series there you go uh from 1993 to 1998 war games was a staple of which wcw pay-per-view oh i want to say halloween havoc but for the next one Spring Stampede. Full Brawl. 
Ah, full brawl. Just, they really went with the uh, spring and autumn, fall. and Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Who was involved in the first NXT War Games match in 2017? Uh, the very first one. Was it the Undisputed Era? Yes. Yeah. Versus... There, were, there were three teams of three. Yeah. It was a brilliant match. I remember watching it. Um, I can't remember the other two teams, though. Sanity was one uh, of yes. the other teams. Yeah. And the Authors of Pain uh, accompanied with Roderick Strong. Yes. So there you go. Who has the most WCW War Games appearances? And they also have the most wins. Ric Flair. Sting has 12. And he also has the most wins with eight. Now, there are two superstars competing in War Games (laughs) this year who've previously competed in four War Games matches. Who are they? Kevin Owens? This one surprised me. I didn't really realize it, but now you've got me thinking. Who else is on that team? Sammy, then? I'll give you a hint. There are two War Games matches uh, at Survivor Series this Uh, year. Oh, you always go with the women's matches. I always forget that. Um, Yeah, no, you got me. Dakota Kai and EO Sky have both been in four War Games matches. Wow. That's all on NXT down there, yeah. Yeah, so they are very well-versed. I did not realise how well-versed they are. That's it, Benny. You can relax now. Oh, we're okay. You went pretty good. You went pretty good. It's time to get to the card. Now, I'm going to mention this match only because it's rumoured and Sportsbet do have odds on it. Yeah. Bray Wyatt and LA Knight. Well, I did, I look, I was, I was almost going to ask you before we started the pod, is this going to be a match we're going to talk about? Because I, I didn't see it. It's not anywhere on the card, but it is rumoured and they're obviously, it, it, they'll put it on the card. You would think so. Or maybe I, I was surprised the... when I saw that Sportsbet had odds for it. Uh, yeah. Gamble responsibly, but uh, Wyatt a dollar fourteen, uh, Knight at five dollars. Wyatt's not going to lose his first match back, is he? I thought the odds would be even shorter. I thought a dollar fourteen is uh, that was more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought maybe there's a chance. You know, Uncle Howdy decides to cost Wyatt his first match, um, but yes, uh, I'll take the money with Wyatt. Yeah, that should have been weak odds to be honest. Bray Wyatt for me. Uh, it'll be it will be interesting to see what they do with this whole Uncle Howdy thing, and if they somebody does come out, or if it's only going to be on the screen again, it could cost him the match. He could get sidetracked or something like that. But you'd have to think Bray gets the win. Yeah, yeah. You don't bring him back to lose, unless it's like a thing, a part of his character. Who knows? But yes, why for me? We then move on to the matches that have been confirmed. Uh, I've got AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Styles at a dollar fifty-two. Balor at two thirty-seven. I've got AJ Styles. I've got the favorite in this one in what I hope is going to be a banger. I've um, gone with the money as well. I think AJ takes the win this time. Yeah, I think Judgment Day got the win at Crown Jewel. Yeah. Styles' turn now. Um, you know, he's he's taken a lot of L's in big matches, you know, over the past a couple of months and years. So over the years, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it's time for Styles to get a get a really big win. Um, we then move on. Speaking of Winks odds, SmackDown Women's Championship match, Ronda Rousey and Shotzi. Rousey at a dollar three. Wow. Shotzi at ten dollars. 
Yeah, Rousey uh, takes this one easily. I thought them giving Shotzi $10 was probably being generous. Uh, <laughs> no way she gets anywhere close. It's going to be interesting to see how they make this match competitive. Uh, but yes, Rousey for me. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Shayna comes out as well. What, what Like that whole dynamic there, if there's anything going on or anything like that. I hope they long play it now. I mean, I've wanted to see Shayna be the champion for a while, but I really hope they kind of long play this Shayna Rousey thing and and make it something big. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think if they do it soon, it's not going to be as big as it could be. But you've got to look at what's coming up and how like where's the payoff for that though? Because obviously we've got SummerSlam. SummerSlam. That far. That far. Wow. Okay. Because I mean, Rousey's going to get what. Charlotte or Becky at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, it, I don't think the match wouldn't seem as big if they did Baszler, Rousey at WrestleMania. No. But I think if they can last as being, you know, best buds until SummerSlam, uh, it could be a decent-sized match. That's saying that Rousey's going to have the title to then or just they don't need the title for the match? I, I think it's better with the title. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll find out. But that's my that's a, long, long, that's a long play. The long play. Well, hey, they've got the what the the new writer that works on long term storylines. So fair, fair. I, I'd probably more see that paying off at Royal Rumble. They and they're in the ring together in the Rumble match. No, no, no. Like a women's title match at the Rumble. Oh yes, okay, I see that. Yeah. So you've got um, you still got two months. Yeah, two months, still a bit. Uh, we then move on. We've got the U.S. Championship triple threat match: Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory. Rollins at a dollar thirty-six. Theory and Lashley at four dollars thirty-three. I I think Seth retains, but it will be really interesting to watch this whole new Austin Theory character and how that all goes. Lashley will dominate the match as expected. Throw them around the ring, carry on. Seth, they, I don't know where is Seth a baby or a heel at the moment. Like, I've been one, having this conversation with people before. I think that the more heelish he is, the more babyface he becomes. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, yes, he can take shots at Cody, um, but I, I think the more kind of evilish and devilish Rollins, people love him anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you wanted to turn Rollins heel, turn him babyface. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because the crowd will hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually picking an upset here. I'm uh, I'm picking Theory to win this. Wow, okay. Um, he lost the briefcase. I think he's going to get the US title back. I mean, obviously, Lashley's going to run riot, and I think, you know, he, he's not trying to be sneaky anymore, I don't think, Theory, but I think he could sneak a, sneak a win here somehow and, and get the title. Fair enough. Well, it's triple threat, so that means no DQ, does it not? So I believe so. Anything can happen. Anything goes. Uh, we move on to the War Games match. We have Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Michin, or me, <laughs> uh, and someone to be announced on SmackDown, which we're assuming is Becky Lynch. Uh, it's been rumored uh, around the grapevine. Uh, against Damage Control, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki Cross. Damage Control have the advantage in this one. Now, Belair's team is $1.61. Damage control is $2.10. Uh, who do you, do you think it's going to be Becky, Ben? I don't know. Like, 
there's all this still rumor about Sasha and everything else. Like, is, could it be Sasha Banks? I don't know. Uh, but Becky seems the most likely. My my thought uh, my thought is is that if you bring Sasha Banks back for this, it's kind of a waste of her return. Um, you know, she's part of a five man crew. Yeah, know, people so the, really want to see her. The way I see it is, she costs Belair the win, turns heel, and then it's Belair versus Sasha for the okay. title. That's okay. that's how I see it happening. If Sasha is the fifth member, I like it. Yeah. Um, Nia Jax. Oh, she just starts hurting people, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's going to be Naomi, um, but well, see, Becky's the obvious choice. We'll find out on SmackDown. Um, but yeah, I'm taking uh, Belair's team with uh, if it's Becky getting the pin. I'm going the other way. I'm going Rhea Ripley gets the pin. And then nice. that, goes, that goes into the, uh, the Belair-Ripley feud. Do you think that'll be Belair-Ripley at Rumble? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, I have they take the title offer. <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna get sidetracked by my my hatred of uh Bel Air just at least it isn't at least it's not a title match, so you don't have to worry about her winning the title again. That's right, that's right. It's what makes it harder to pick. Um we then have the main event of the night, war games match between the bloodline, the brawling brutes, uh McIntyre and Owens. Bloodline are at a dollar fifty three, brutes at two thirty seven. Yeah, I think they're setting this up for a KO win. Uh, so they can obviously, but it's too obvious now. So is it? Uh, well, I mean, the bloodline's still the favorites. But like, I mean, for like I'm I'm talking the the person who wins the match overall. So that's like, what I look, that's what I think. I've got the brutes and KO to get the pin. Yeah, well that's I don't what know I who it's on. Well. Um one of the Usos, maybe. Um I don't think Solo's going to take one. I think it'll be one of the Usos taking the pin. Yeah. Unless if it's Sammy. Unless if KO pins Sammy and it's like, even though you're still my brother, sorry, I have to pin you. Well, here's here's a thought that I had. What if, you know, Kevin Owens is about to run through Roman Reigns somehow. I don't know if he's got, you know, a weapon or just about to finish him off. Sammy Zayn takes one for the, for the, tri- for his tribal chief. Ends pushes up him out of the pinned, way before the stunner. Ends up getting pinned, but endears himself to Roman Reigns while doing so. Yeah, okay. And then just gets in there further before he takes the title off him shortly. Exactly. I'm hoping so. For your big payoff. For my big bet payoff. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so have you got the same? You got the Brutes and KO to get the pin? I do. Even though I'm like wearing the one and done shirt, I'm still going the Brutes and KO to get the win. Yeah, they're going to be one and done after they one get pinned. One and done. <laughs> Well, that is our preview for Survivor Series. Not too many matches on the card. Very small card. I don't know if they'll add a few more or, you know, I mean, the War Games matches do take some time. So, Well, yeah, you've got to wait till everyone's in the ring and everything. So I guess that's the the thought behind that. In any case, it is time for us to move on to the three-count draft. As we mentioned before, you know, with the the tease breakup of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, we're going to look at the best tag team and faction breakups. This one was um, an interesting one. It was. It was. Uh, I originally thought there was a clear 101 in this, but you know, I've got maybe five or six now that I could take it at the first one. Um, but look, I'm going to take the most famous one. Uh, he also happens to be my boy. Yeah. I'm taking the breakup of the Rockers. 
uh, in the barbershop, the wrestling challenge, 1992. Iconic. Iconic. Shawn Michaels putting Marty Jannetty yeah, through the window um, to break up the rockers. No one saw it coming. One of and, the earliest uh, memories for me, like in, of wrestling, you know, like just, it just sticks out in my head all the time. You're just throwing him through that, like through that glass and stuff. It's just brilliant. And and just one of those moments where one went up and the other went down. Yeah, like complete um, like trajectory, just the opposite directions. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the Rockers break up uh, number one pick for me. Yeah. Now, for my number one pick, I was going to take some close to me and my favourites and whatever else, but I think I have to take the other most obvious one, and that has to be the breakup of the Shield. Yeah, that was my. Seth, Seth I was Rollins debating between those two at number one. Yeah, so I, they were my two clear standouts. So whichever one you took, I was taking the other. But uh, yeah, Rollins with the chair, across the back of Reigns, and then Dean Ambrose's face, just like, "What are you doing?" And yeah, it was pretty Triple, pretty. Triple H, there's always a plan B. There's always a plan B. Yeah, masterfully done, and yeah, yeah, it's such a dominant faction, and just ended with a chair shot. And they also debuted at Survivor Series. That is true. That is true. All right. I am going to go, not going too far back, going back to 2017. NXT TakeOver Chicago, the breakup of DIY. Yeah. Such a beloved tag team. Um, and, you know, within NXT, just like lifted those guys way up. Yeah. You know, Champa became this unstoppable heel champion. Gargano was, you know, just the most lovable guy on the roster that, you know, the crowd just wanted the best for. Yeah. Um, and yeah, lifted both of those guys up, you know, where obviously the Rockers was a different story, but uh, yeah, absolutely. And wonderfully done. It was brilliantly done. Like just, uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when I was mentioning, you know, Triple H putting that little icon down the bottom, thinking the pay-per-view's over and then that happened afterwards. It was just yeah. like, wow, nobody's seen it coming. It was just bang. They so just crazy. they just taken the the L to authors of pain for the titles and yeah Gargano Trump. just just got yeah. smoked by Champa. yeah Champa just killed him really much great pick it was it was definitely on my list um there's so many I've got so many on here but uh I'm gonna go with one close to my heart it was the the breakup of the outsiders ah okay yeah back uh back when uh, Scott Hall. And Dusty Rhodes was involved, and uh, they they turned on Kevin Nash, and it was when the NWO were fang- far, like splitting up and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's my next pick. Slamboree, nineteen ninety eight, uh, against Sting and the Giant. Yeah, uh, yeah, poor old Kevin Nash. But you know, it became it, it turned him into you know the Wolfpack and big sexy Kevin Nash, and yeah. and that was my favorite incarnation of Kevin Nash. You know, and they just really split that you know the Wolfpack and the Black and White down the middle then didn't they yeah one yeah they were thought okay let's make a cool nwo faction let's make a a proper heel one yeah and then well then you know they always wanted stinging in nwo and then they finally got him with the red and black you know yeah so absolutely great pick great pick uh it was on my list um now with my next pick i'm going with one that just sticks in my memory as like it was such an awesome segment. Uh, and I'm going to take uh, Jericho and Kevin Owens, the Festival oh, of Friendship. That was my next pick. Raw 2017. Uh, you know, 
the, just turns the folder over and it says the list of KO on the back the, of it. The, the list of KO, it only yeah. has one name on it. It's Jericho. Jericho just put this whole huge festival on for him. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was such uh, a good segment. And like that they were such a good team, you know, like they were best friends. It was yeah. it was amazing. So yeah, I, I definitely had that on my list as well. I loved it. Um, all right, next pick. There's two I'm tossing up here, but I think I'm gonna have to go very old school and we have to go the breakup of the mega powers. That was probably gonna be my next pick. Yeah. You know, Hulk and Randy over Miss Elizabeth, you know, Randy getting jealous and stuff like that. And just and it and it bubbled along for a while. It did, yeah, it did. Uh, until it uh, you know, it took you know what Miss Miss Elizabeth was uh hurt and she was like on they were in some sort of medical room and he just He'd had enough. He'd had enough. He lost it. Yeah. And then it it sort of, again, that was another one of those. It really elevated Randy a bit more. You know, like he was already there, but it just sort of pushed him more. And they had that that, that big payoff between the two of them. So, absolutely. Um, Now, tossing up between two here. Okay. I'm going to take the breakup of Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero here. Yeah, um, it's on my list as well. On, on an episode of SmackDown, another one that had kind of been bubbling away. You know, Eddie was starting to kind of get jealous of Ray. And uh, finally, you know, he kind of shook his hand for something and then just turned on him and just beat the ever-living bejesus out of him. And it turned into one of the greatest rivalries. I was just going to say that the rivalry between them, well, that that led to the whole who's your puppy uh, with Dominique and all that kind of stuff. So, hey, there we go. The shirt, the shirt was there for a reason. The shirt was there for a reason. Yeah. No, that that feud was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, all right. My next one is going to have to be Evolution on Randy Orton. <sighs> I was hoping you'd leave that one to yeah, me. Yeah, just the, the, you know, yeah. thumbs down from Triple H when he was up on uh, Batista's shoulders. And, and, yeah, that was it. Poor old I- Randy. I did love in that how they didn't even bother to let it bubble along. They were like, Triple H is just not going to like him being champion. So let's just end it as soon as straight away. Yeah. Like on the shoulders celebrating and just, he just goes and it's all over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Iconic. Yeah. Okay. Evolution at four. That leaves me. I've kind of got two here. I'm throwing up. Um, and two of the greatest tag teams of all time, too, to be honest. Um, Whichever one you take, I'll take the other. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Edge and Christian. Okay. Um, you know, Christian, Edge had won the King of the Ring, and Christian had been carrying around that damn Stanley Cup-looking trophy <laughs> for so long. And then it all just came to a head in an episode of Raw in Toronto, which was even better, uh, when Christian just finally turned on him and just cemented himself as, like, one of the best heels going around. Yeah, the peeps. Uh, the that, peeps. That, yeah, Christian was brilliant back then. And you Captain know, Charisma. Captain Charisma, yeah. Well, you remember he used to get around with Tyson Tomko? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it really elevated uh, Edge, and but it, it just made Christian such a dastardly heel, you know what I mean? So, Absolutely. And he's, was, he's ridden that, you know, he's yeah, still the same dastardly heel now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, my last pick. Now, I don't know who you were actually thinking. Were you talking about, oh, actually, both teams I'm thinking here are brothers? Uh, okay, yes. 
but were you talking WCW brothers or WWE brothers? I was talking WWE brothers. Okay, well, I'm going to leave them out. I'm going to go to WCW brothers. I'm going to go to Steiners when Scott Hall, uh, Scott Steiner turned on Rick Steiner to join the NWO. That is a great pick. I did have that. Super Brawl, Super Brawl 1998, where yeah. uh, Scott cost them the, the titles against your boys, Nash and Hall. Yeah, against the Outsiders um, and joined the NWO. Yeah, yeah, big, big move, that one. Uh, Steiner Brothers, all right. So I have the Rockers, DIY, Jericho and Owens, Ray and Eddie, Edge and Christian. Benny's got the Shield, the Outsiders, the Mega Powers, Evolution, and the Steiner Brothers. Oh, you can't beat me this week. That's minor, minor just hands down the best festival of friendship just trumps everything um <laughs> so who did, who did you have on your honorable mentions benny well obviously the hardy boys but you know they turned on each other a couple of times but yes i just didn't sort of really it wasn't iconic for me they sort of i feel years. like once there's more than one uh turn it's it's a bit less interesting right yeah i mean i i did have the hardys i had the the one at royal rumble 2009 which, uh, that was the up, second time, wasn't it? That was the second time, which yeah. ended up Matt costing Jeff the, the title against Edge. Um, but yeah, second time made it just not worth as much as, as kind of some of the other ones. Do you have any others? Um, oh, look, the Road Warriors, when uh, Droz got introduced as, into the Road Warriors. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then, nah, nothing else of note, really. And like, Eddie and Ray was the dog well, you picked him, but I thought that might have simmered down the bottom and I was hoping to take them as my last pick, yeah. but yeah. I had, uh, I, I threw back to TNA for one of them uh, when Beer Money. Oh, uh, yeah. When Rude turned on Storm and hit him over the head with a beer bottle to to win the title from him. So, you know, they'd been such a you know classic tag team in TNA for so long. Um, but I, yes. I, the other one, I guess, was like when Evolution turned on Batista as well, but yeah. They'd already done it once with Randy. The Randy one was the most iconic. So it was, it was. Uh, and then the other one I had was, uh, you know, maybe a little bit close to my heart. Probably not one of the greatest of all time, but Enzo and Big Cass. Oh yeah. When I was doing a bit of research, I did see that, but I just yeah, I couldn't couldn't put them down. I mean, it didn't really work for either of them. No, um, well, Big Cass kind of went a bit crazy, and Enzo's. Yeah. I mean, Enzo crazier. was so over at that time, and I just yeah. think probably his attitude backstage cost him a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it was kind of a bit of a shocking turn though. Um, but in any case, that is it uh, for our show today. We'll post the draft on the socials soon. Um, we'll be back next week. We're going to break down everything that happened at Survivor Series. Ooh. And of course, we're going to have another fun three-count draft. Any Thanks ideas, for joining people. us, Benny. Send us your ideas for a draft, guys. That's right. We're running out of them. <laughs> Not really. There's millions no. we can do, but we, we'd love to listen to the peeps. That's it. That's it. So thanks for joining us, Benny. Thank you, mate. Have a good one. Pleasure as always. Everyone go and enjoy Survivor Series and we'll see you again next time on the Three Count Podcast.